I, I'm, I, I am, I am playing this drum under protest right now. Technically, we lost, but uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Gambling for Shoes. This is the fifth episode of the best apocalypse-proof uh, gambling shoe-oriented podcast in the world. Thanks for listening. I'm your host. My name is Jack Snodgrass. I'm a guy who lives in Cincinnati. I do stand-up comedy. I used to play professional baseball. I had a pretty gnarly foot fungus. Had to get rid of all my shoes. And to get new shoes, I'm gambling for them. In hopes of adding more discipline to my gambling game. That's pretty much all. That, that sums it up. That's why we're all here. The podcast started off pretty hot. 2-0. and Took a tough loss uh, last week. And then on this, this past Sunday, perhaps... Uh, Perhaps one of the most unfair things that that's going on in the gambling world. You know what? No one has any sympathy for a gambler, but I, I'm going to try to drum some up. Uh, no pun intended. I play the drum whenever I lose. Uh, and let me tell you something. I've lost two weeks in a row. I'm ready to throw that drum in the streets. But last week, I got I got a little bold. I got a little bold. I made a guarantee. And you know what? You know what? I was right. I I was 100% right. I said, take the Colts, take the Saints. The Colts went out there and really whipped some ass on the old uh, Cardinals of Arizona. That game was close for a little bit, but the Colts, without, I think they were missing like 11 starters, something like that. You know, there's only 22 starters, so they were missing essentially almost half their team. And they went out there and really kicked the shit out of the Cardinals. It was awesome to watch. Um, And I knew that was going to happen. It was a great match. Great matchup for the Colts. As it was for the Saints. The Saints were at home against the Dolphins. The Dolphins uh, have been playing well recently, but they're not really a good team. Neither are the Saints, but the Saints, I, I teased them to where they were going to get some points at home. Uh, and then the, like an hour after I made the bet, um, it turns out that all of the Saints quarterbacking depth chart got COVID and they were out. So they had to start a, a rookie, Ian Book, who kept them alive for the first half, but it was clear that he was going to end up getting ragdolled the rest of the game, and there was no way the Saints were actually going to be able to score. And that's what that's what it was. It was tough to watch. Like I knew after that COVID thing came in, I knew that there was no way the Saints were going to win that game. But since I had them at plus four, there was a small chance that they could cover because I knew that the Saints would. You know, that the Dolphins wouldn't really move the ball. And that was the case. But, uh, ooh, I, I just knew that it felt like I was walking. Like, by Thursday, I knew the bet was toast. Knew it was absolutely toast. So, it just kind of, when it came to Monday night, it was like, I was like, you know, waiting for my execution in my prison cells. Like, it was great to see the Colts do what they did, but there was no way we we're going to overcome the Saints starting a rookie quarterback against, uh, you know, an above average defense, I think. So we took that one on the chin. I really, I wish that sucks. It sucks because, you know, obviously COVID is a thing that no one wants to talk about anymore. We're all, I think everyone is mostly just done and no one really wants to hear anyone's perspective on it. But this, what's going on in the NFL now and just professional sports in general is crazy. I mean, on Monday alone, the NFL had, I think, 96 96 COVID cases. I mean, 90, almost like 100% of the league is vaccinated. All right. So this is, this is a breakdown 
I'm not trying to have a hot take or anything like that, but this is where the the protocols that they set up aren't sustainable. Same way for the NBA and college basketball because they're postponing games, they're canceling bowl games over this. You know, so there there's a there is some semblance of failure that is definitely happening. But I get that these sports, you know, they're moving on the best they can. NFL has already uh, reduced the quarantine time. People can come back sooner, even unvaccinated players. But it seems like for the near future that basically everyone is going to get COVID in these leagues and these games are just going to be, you know, these odds are going to fluctuate like crazy because people are trying to handicap these games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then critical players are out and then it's an entirely different game by the time Sunday gets here. So, uh, it is a bummer. I hate to lose money, especially because of damn COVID, but we're just going to have to get through it. You know, (laughs) now, now COVID, it seems like it's been, you know, most of the society is okay, but now, now it's the gamblers who have to deal with it. That's all. That's all. That's, those are the only people being hurt by it nowadays are the gamblers. But uh, I kind of wish, I kind of wish, because I, I gamble online. I use a site called MyBookie. And I, I wish that I, I could, they would give me like a mulligan. You know, I, I feel like, I feel like some of these, because uh, gambling is getting a little more, uh, what, like casual, a little more for the general public and I, I'm not sure about this but I feel like FanDuel and these other spots DraftKings I think mostly FanDuel they're 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 allowing they're giving like more freedom to the gambler it's a it's a little bit more generous you know it's like they, they're, they're willing to work with the gamblers more and give them cushion whereas it used to be I think a little harsher but I, I really wish that once upon a time you were able to cancel a bet and I really wish I could have canceled that bet with my bookie that would have been great <laughs> to do that because the the COVID thing changed it all, but it's not really in in a casino, even an online casino's nature to be generous or forgiving like that. But I just feel like that the COVID thing is so such a unique circumstance. But I, I don't think so. I, you know, do drug dealers have sympathy on who they deal their drugs to? I don't. I don't think so. So. I'm just in, <laughs> I'm, I, my relationship with gambling is the most abusive relationship I have. And we've taken a couple of lumps, but I wish, I wish I could have canceled that bet. But one time, one time, this is, this is a true story. All right. And you can, you can take it as you will. All right. But this is a real thing that happened. One time, my gambling website, website, they did actually refund my money and I didn't I never asked for it. This is a true story. I didn't even ask him to do this. I made a ridiculous bet. Okay, a bet that only a degenerate gambler would make because there were so there were so many other better things I could have done with this money, but I will tell you the truth of the matter, okay? I don't want to be tacky, but it is kind of weird. So, one time the casino did refund me my money. It, I bet on I bet on the 2020 election. Yes, you can do that. It's a real thing. People made odds for it. I bet on the 2020 election the night of. You 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 were open. You could bet on it like uh, months prior. 
but I was watching the coverage. It was at like 8 or 9 p.m. at this point, and it seemed like Trump was kind of running away with it. But the odds weren't really reflecting that. And I was like, are they behind on this? Because it looks like uh, things were kind of like miscalculated again because that's what happened in 2016 was that Trump snuck up on everyone because the polls were wrong or the coverage was kind of weird. So he kind of came out of nowhere. But this time it seemed like that was happening again, but maybe the odds on the gambling side I was using, they weren't totally updated. So I jumped all over it because they basically had him at like even odds. And uh, I put... I put $300 on Donald Trump to retain the championship as United States president. Not because that's not necessary. I'm not, I don't want to sit here and tell you who I'm voting for and all that shit. I'm just saying I saw an opportunity. And for a gambler like me, that's all it takes. If you smell an opportunity to make money, you don't care. I have no loyalty to anything. Money. Money and being right. I have told you guys, it's about ego. And my ego said, you can be right about this. Now, as we all know, as the night progressed, uh, Biden came storming back, overtook the lead. Bada bing, bada boom. He's new president. Okay. But like two weeks later, without anything, without an email, without even acknowledging it, that $300 appeared back in my, in my, not my bank account, in my gambling account. Now that felt like a weird, (laughs) that felt like weird money, you know? That felt like super weird money, but, but that was a real thing that happened. I don't know if that's ever happened and I'm not sitting here trying to stir some fucking election conspiracy thing. I just felt like it was irrelevant. Uh, cause man, I really would have wished to have had a, a mulligan on, uh, COVID Monday. Cause that sucked <laughs> knowing that there was no chance, but you know, that's gambling. That is gambling. Technically I, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. What I'm doing, I'm not totally sure. Um, it's illegal somewhere. But, uh, you know, they probably got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> I hope. That's, that's, not a good, that's not a good personal philosophy. They'll, 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 they'll get somebody else. <laughs> they'll let little old me, you know, win 50 bucks a weekend. I mean, this, is, this, this podcast is for a cause. It's for shoes. This is the name of killing fungus. Self-improvement. They'll leave me alone. <laughs> Maybe. But I, I will say though, ga- gambling online is 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 an adventure. No doubt. Because it's kind of like you're you're in like the dark corners of the internet a little bit. You know, I feel like some people would be weirded out by it, but it's totally normal to me. You know? But it is, it is strange how it operates because like when like whenever I deposit they'll give me like a fake deposit thing that will show up in my real bank statement. So like whenever whenever you deposit into your wallet they send you a message they're like hey when when this shows up in your on your bank statement it won't show up as $100 to mybookie.com. You know, we will give you a randomly generated website that you quote unquote contributed money to because I'm not sure why they want to do it. I don't know if they're trying to keep you from the feds or they just don't want your wife to see it or something like that. I don't know, 
But one time, my randomly generated website was to a place called jizzcard.com. Jizzcard. I am not lying. This is what it's like to gamble. Is it is it fun? Is it safe? I don't know, and I don't know. Jizzcard.com on my bank statement. <laughs> now they spelled it. They spelled it with a G. G I Z Z card.com. But when you see that, you read jizz. <laughs> Before I made the deposit, you're like you have to click and be like, hey, we're gonna give you a fake website. Just so you know, this time it's gonna be jizzcard.com. Do you understand? And I had to click a button. It's like, I get it. I get what you're doing, but I don't understand. (laughs) I'm not sure why they do that. I think it's like to protect the gamblers from feeling shame or something like that. But I would rather have my bank statement show that I deposited to an online gambling account than to jizzcard.com. You know? (laughs) You know, I'd rather be the guy who loses all of his money playing the ponies than a guy who has a card specifically designed for semen. Maybe that's just me. So, clean it up, you guys. That's a, that's an insane story that is real. <laughs> so, how are we doing? We're, we're about, uh, you know, 14, 15 minutes into this one. We'll go ahead and, and uh, talk about the, the boots again. This is Revenge Boots Trois, by the way, um, as promised last week. And then I'll, I'll talk about the picks a little bit, but I do want to talk a little bit about comedy. Just a, just a smidge, just a smidge. It is my mistress, after all. I am married, but uh, ooh, do, I keep, do I keep comedy on the side? Yeah, it's forbidden love. Um, got a show tonight. Pretty excited about that. Then next weekend, I'm hosting a Go Bananas for Chad Daniels. Uh, and that should be pretty good. Uh, Chad Daniels is kind of a, a legend in, in, in Midwest comedy. And, and I think I think kind of uh, around around the whole country, uh, he has he's had the most listens, from what I understand. He's got more spins on Pandora than any other comic. So... Um, that's quite the achievement, I will say. There's a lot of comics on Pandora. So apparently he's got a pretty rabid fan base. So uh, next weekend, the 7th and 8th, should be pretty fun. Then after that, I'm going to be in Fort Wayne, uh, the 13th through the 15th. And then after that, the next weekend, January 13th through 15th, uh, I'm hosting at the Summit City Comedy Club, which is Fort Wayne, uh, for Jason Muse. It'll be five total shows. Jason Mewes, uh, you guys might know the, the movie uh, Clerks or Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, Jason Mewes, that is Jay. Silent Bob is is uh, is Kevin. Uh, what's his name? But Jay, that's the dude. And I, I love those movies. So I'm I'm not trying to mark out on this dude and be like, who smokes the joints? We smoke the joints. It's from the movie for anyone who is uh, lost. Uh, so yeah, that should be cool. Uh, it'll be good to be doing, uh, to be in clubs, man, because comedy is, that's where it's supposed to be in clubs. (laughs) I've been doing a lot of bar shows I hear recently and those are fun, but, uh, those can be tough. And in a club, man, the audience, they're with you. You know, they, they want you to do well. They're going to be paying attention 
at least they're supposed to be, but it's just it's such a much better environment because it's actually was crafted to be conducive for comedy. But that is that is the state of comedy that I'm in right now. I've been doing it three and a half years, and good shows can be few and far between because of where I'm at in comedy. But also, you know, COVID has had a big impact on it all uh, as well. But um, and and Cincinnati, as great as the scene is, there it is just it is kind of a smaller a smaller scene so there's just not there's just nowhere near the same amount of comedy as there is in New York I would say but it ain't bad here it ain't bad here you can get up plenty and we have uh we have two clubs which is pretty good and then there, there's a lot of other satellite cities so if you're if you're thinking about if you're thinking about if you're in Cincinnati and you want to start comedy you should start comedy but if you're anywhere and you want to start comedy you should start it you should, if there's any part of you that feels the itch to get on stage, you should get on stage, man. It's it's uh you don't have to be good either. It's fun. It's a really fun thing. It's like it's like uh it's like golf with emotions <laughs> or, or, or something. It's like writing and emotions combined, it, it kind of feels like golf. I don't even play golf, but it, that's it's like it's, I heard that once you play golf and you hit like one good shot, you're like, oh man, I'm hooked because you're gonna be chasing that shot forever. I feel like comedy is like that. Like once you get your first good laugh, you'll be chasing that laugh. And then you'll you'll hear someone else get a bigger laugh and you're like, ooh, I want those kind of laughs. So it's very much an addiction. Uh like I never I never really I've never really identified as someone who has an emotional or an an addictive personality. I think people just say that to cop out, like, oh, I have an addictive personality, so I just do coke in the bathroom. But I, it's because of my personality, <laughs> you know, but the way, the way that, uh, you know, I skew, I think if I was studied by a random group, like he gambles and he does comedy, this guy, uh, you know, may have the propensity to be addicted to stuff because that's what it is. The, the, the gambling is more recreational, but the comedy is outright addiction, <laughs> no doubt. But speaking of addiction... Uh, let's go ahead and talk about my shoe addiction, my shoe addiction, or my addiction to these boots. Uh, this episode is called Revenge Boots Trois, three in Spanish. <laughs> uh, I've been after these same boots for now three weeks in a row. I did have uh, a fan. We have millions of fans. Now I had an old, an ex buddy, ex uh, college teammate. We're not ex friends, but an ex. Ex college teammate be like, "Hey man, you. If you lose the bet, you lose the shoe." And I think that's right. I think that's the right way to go about it. However, I really want these boots, okay? And I felt like last week I got robbed, you know. So this week I'm really, I really want them. It's the Sperry uh, Hill Climber Spinal Tap Special. I don't know what they're called. Do people know what their shoes are called? There's a pair of boots. By Sperry, I will post them. By the way, we have an Instagram page, Gambling for Shoes, on Instagram. Check it out. It's actually a real thing. I finally did it. So, you know, go follow it. I'll, I'll put some stuff on it. Greatly appreciate everyone who, who listens to this. And that is uh, the truth. But uh, my friend who listens, he said, get rid of the shoes after you lose a bet. And I, and I think that's what I will do first. But I'm going to get these goddamn boots so if it takes me 57 episodes then that's that's what happens 
That's what happens. We will go to Revenge Boots 64. I don't care. I need these. Legitimately. Winter is coming. It's been delayed, but it's definitely coming. And the Cincinnati winter, for someone who just moved here from South Carolina, it's, the winter here sucks. So I need these boots, and I'm already emotionally attached to them because I've been robbed two straight weeks. So this week, we I will win. I don't know. I don't... All right, to the pick. That that I don't know who I'm gambling on. I have an idea. I have an idea. But there is no fucking way I am putting in a pick on Wednesday. There's no way. Are you kidding me? Half the league could have COVID. They could cancel every game by Sunday. So, I can't. In the name in the name of appreciating and having respect for money, I cannot make this pick right now. I can't. I want to. And I just luck out. But after last week, dude, that sucked. That sucked knowing you had no hope because you had been destroyed by COVID. This is, this is how selfish I am. COVID only happens to me. <laughs> but I, I do, I have my eye on a couple games. And I will tell you what I would bet on if I had to make the pick today. Which nobody said I had to. Okay? So if I were... To gamble. These are the games I was looking at. Okay, so we're in week 17 right now. Uh, and a lot of these teams, they're done. There's there's a lot of people who are in playoff contention. But a lot of these teams, they're just done. And you just don't bet on games. There's so many games that you shouldn't even consider betting on at this point. Because these some of these teams, their season is over. You have no idea what they're, what they're motivated by. So just stay away. Stick, stick to games that has something on the line. Because there will be an element of consistency to their game planning and execution, so to where you can rely on the on on the on the theory that they're going to come out and try to play really really well because there's something is on the line. So games like uh, the Rams and Baltimore that catches my eye. The Ravens suck. I don't care even if 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 uh, Lamar Jackson is playing. The Ravens suck. The Rams will will win that game. Um, maybe not by ten. The spread the spread is ten, which is very high. But the Rams are going to win that game. Uh, the Patriots are going to beat the Jaguars. Uh, I'm not sure what that what the spread is um, because I haven't looked quite too hard into this because I, I I just I can't. It's too early. But the Patriots are going to beat the Jaguars in New England. So that that's potentially an opportunity. Now the Bills are probably going to beat the Falcons. But that spread is 14 and a half. 14, like the Bills are good. The Bills are very good. But the Falcons, I mean, the Falcons could be down 21 with three minutes left and score a garbage touchdown. And all of a sudden, you cover. Don't bet on the Falcons. I know I may, I maybe just made a good case, but do not bet on them. Stay away from that game. I'm just saying 14, that's a lot of points. But here's the two games I'm that I'm looking at. Okay, maybe three. I am, I am, I, barring, uh, Tennessee had a lot of COVID cases, the Titans, uh, last week. And they still, they still were able to beat a pretty good 49ers team. So now a bad Dolphins team, even though th- this is also a bad, this is gambling one-on-one. Don't, don't try to seek revenge on the team that just beat you. And that's not what this is about. This is legitimately how I feel. I don't think the Dolphins are a very good team. I think Tennessee is. And I think Tennessee is going to win that game Sunday. The spread is is four. Four and a half maybe. Uh, so I'm going to keep an eye on that. 
seeing who comes back from Tennessee. They're on like 10 days rest too. Uh, and the Dolphins will be on short rest. Uh, and you never know, maybe a couple of COVID cases. Who knows? <laughs> I, just, I just wish COVID on the locker room. Jesus. This is when they say degenerate gambler, that's what this is this is where we're at. So for anyone who still who who didn't just cut off the podcast, we'll talk about the next game I'm looking at, and that is uh Minnesota at Green Bay. Uh Minnesota's getting, I think, six and a half. That's the last I saw on the road in a divisional game. Look, you don't really want to bet on the Vikings. Okay, but Green Bay, they're very good. All right. But probably the best team in the league, but they have uh They've shown uh, a, they they've been inclined to allow teams to kind of like crawl back into the game. They're not really finishing people off, and that's what Minnesota does. This they love to fall down by you know multiple scores and then make it competitive in the fourth quarter when it doesn't really matter. So that may be a team to maybe tease if you if you had Minnesota at thirteen and a half. You know, they're going to cover that. I, I think there's a chance that Minnesota actually wins this game, especially with Dalvin Cook being the back. Green Bay is good, but they're not perfect. And sometimes you just you just look at a team's record. And right now, I think Green Bay has the best record in the league. I think they're maybe like 12-3, and three, something like that. I honestly don't know. And sometimes you just kind of look at somebody's record, and it's like, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of like do a loss. That's not mathematical by any means. But... Sometimes the record is misleading, and you kind of you kind of have to bet on the return to the mean. That's the average for those of you who didn't do fifth grade math class. Uh, no. You know, you, but you kind of bet on these teams coming back to to earth. And the Packers are very good. Don't get me wrong, but the divisional game, I think their division's wrapped up. You know, they could be caught slipping here by Minnesota, who, but but I will say, be careful. Okay, Kirk Cousins in big games, not really not really something you want to do. But this may not even be a big game. I don't think it's like one of the nationally televised games. So, I like that. Then I also kind of like the Cowboys at home against Arizona. Cowboys are favored by 5.5 last I saw. And Arizona is in a really bad place. They seem like they're really beat up. And they can't, they're not able to stop the bleeding at the moment. But they could rally. They could really rally and come in and beat a Cowboys team who I think people are starting to anoint again. Be like, oh, the Cowboys are sick, dude. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, I'm not. I don't fully buy into the Cowboys quite yet, but I do think they'll probably beat Arizona. So what I do, what I will do is probably do some combination of. Uh, I'm basically looking at the Rams, the Pats, the Titans the Cowboys, and the Vikings. And I will probably concoct a bet on two of those teams. Um, and, and that'll be that. But uh, don't follow... I mean, follow me, sure. Uh, <laughs> but follow follow the COVID thing closer. Because that's really... It's really added uh, some, some serious hurdles to what is already a hard thing in gambling. Um, but... That's going to be it for episode number five. Revenge Boots Twa. Thank you guys so much for listening. We Millions of downloads already. So if, if you're not listening or if you have a friend who's like, oh man, like I just need like a 20 minute podcast that's about like shoes and sports and like gambling, like foot fungus. And if it was done by like an ex-professional baseball player who also does comedy, 
that would be perfect. So if you know anybody out there looking for that, tell them about gambling for shoes. They should already know. I mean, it's we got an interview on ABC coming up. Brian Williams. Then none of that. That's not true. Anyway, I'm getting off. That, now I'm basically leaving a voicemail trying to get off of here. So, all right, guys, call me in the morning. Bye bye. <laughs>